rolling. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. I'm uh, your host, Rich Conroy, and with me, as usual, is my co-host, Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey, everybody. How are you? And we are going to cover it today on our episode, episodes 22 and 23 of the original Ultraman from the 60s. And continuing in our uh, slog, it's not even a slog, our romp through the Ultra series. That's starting to become a slog. Yeah. <laughs> starting to become a little bit of slog. Like, yeah. It's going to end soon. Yeah, I got a, another disc to go? No, no, no. There's two more discs. Two more discs to go. Two more discs to go. Right. And then another nine years of material. <laughs> This podcast dies when one of us dies. That's what happens. <laughs> Basically. You're in this for the long run. Or until one of us gets on day shift, which would be a bad thing. Yeah. The wife is starting to talk about that. No, no. Uh, All right. Well, uh, we'll figure it out. We'll see what happens. But anyway, we're going to cover two episodes today. One is called Overthrow the Surface or the Underground Destruction Work. No, I think Overthrow the Surface was a better title than yeah, that Underground was Destruction Work. Yeah, let's see. I happen to have. I did bring the episode uh, disc. Yeah, underground destruction work. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yes. All right. And uh, we're gonna give a quick. And uh, what's your doodle? Synopsis. Synopsis. Thanks. I couldn't think of the word synopsis. Science Patrol member Ito is convinced that a female agent dispatched from headquarters in Paris is not who she appears to be. His suspicions prove correct when she reveals herself to be a member of a race of subterranean humanoids. Bent on enslaving the Earth's surface. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. And with this episode, and I pointed out any number of times, whoever the director was, and Rich gave me the long Japanese name, that of course I answered. That's Akio Jisoji. That guy. He went, I'm going to show you all the different things I can do with my camera work. Mm -hmm. And it was annoying and distracting, to me at least. I liked it. There was some stuff that you go, go, okay, okay, I get that, I get that. And then there was other stuff where you're sitting there going, okay, I'm not buying this. But the, the, <laughs> the handheld camera work, I thought was good. Yeah. And then Rich pointed out, that's going to be really hard because, oh, that's your body. Wow, that's the heat. Like burn. Well, it's just not on up here very often. So it's, oh, okay. Yeah, it's going to be on. Okay. We put the heat on because it's a little, it's quite crummy outside here at Science Patrol at Zoogle headquarters. We had a snowstorm the other day. Um, you can still see some of the remnants of that white peaks on the uh, houses across the street and the piles of snow that still haven't quite melted yeah you'll notice the only snow over there is in my parking space oh of course because they didn't I, I they that. didn't plow that out nicely yeah well i mean they pretty much pushed it all to your parking that's space, yeah that's what they it. did yeah they just filled my <laughs> parking space with snow and i'm like what the hell you guys um anyways um, well, there's also that other parking space on the other side that's Nobody ever covered. uses that one, though. But like, eventually they could. Yeah, they could, but, like, you know, put it somewhere. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, being, I'm being a baby right now because I only had to go another 20 feet. You know, it's not too bad. But, um, yeah, Pat was not, not thrilled with the direction on this episode. No, no. There was a, it was a bit, what was the word you used? Hoity-toity? Yeah, but there was uh, another one. Noir? The noir part I liked, the, like it was the, there a was bit, black um, and white underground stuff. Yeah, that, that was cool. That was very well done. I yeah. give it that. But there was some highfalutin. Highfalutin. And we are generally low to midfalutin dudes yeah. at best. If we're midfalutin, that's really giving <laughs> us a lot of falutes. <laughs> but but uh, I mean, this I, was just just too much of I can get this shot over here, and 
I did like where they panned back enough where you saw the lights overhead and the full background. Yeah, really that weird. That was strange. So you know, yeah, they're absolutely actors on in a show. Okay, we get it. But it, it was just, in my mind, too much. Where the guy was showing you, I can do this. And you're gonna have to buy it. Yeah, it's very fancy. It's, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of different shots here. We get um, low Amy. angles, high angles. We get close-ups. The episode shots very dark. Yes, episode's very dark, and I think that was a symbolism of the fact that uh, you've got these underground dwelling people who have hint no eyes. Yeah, have no eyes whatsoever. That's you how know, we it's find a very that poor are. effect. Yeah, they because had some sort of... It was like moleskin. They just they yeah, pretty much. cut out an eye-shaped moleskin. I was just about to demonstrate it on you know an audio medium, so that's good pod. And uh, <laughs> Well, it works, but I mean... Yeah. And, and they just stuck them just over their stuck eyes. stuck it, and I, I mean... And I'm sure on a standard broadcast television in the 60s... You wouldn't have very noticed effective. it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it would have been... You would have seen it, but it wouldn't have stood out right. quite so much. Right. But now that we all have high-def televisions, mm -hmm. you look at it and go, ooh, that's a bad effect. Yeah, but that's, a, you know, it's fine. It was, it, was a, it was a nice reveal, and what helped was a lot of the quick cuts. Yeah, yeah. Between uh, Ito and this woman. Um, and uh, what did they call her? A lovely, a lovely emissary or yes, something? Yes, a lovely, uh, the, that was our first shot of this woman. She's, she is a lovely emissary, and we both pointed out on her sunglasses. And then they sh oh that does not look it's good. a sign or something yeah. <laughs> no, it's a piece it's of a piece of packing material yeah, a piece of just packing came material. shooting past our window it's very windy yeah. there's going to be a lot we're both fairly ADD dudes so we're going to see a there's going to be a little <laughs> going to be a lot of sideline stuff yeah pretty on. much <laughs> but uh, yeah it's it's pretty cool that Science Patrol has to track this strange signal so they they um they go all throughout their headquarters they determine it's being you know from headquarters. Right. You get and a lot of interesting shots of them going through. Right, and the stairway shot that they had in the oh, that was, was so a great. very well done shot. Very, that I have to give them. Just like a keyhole yeah. on the top of a stairwell, looking down the stairwell, shot. Where the like one stairwell wasn't lit, right. and then the stairwell they're on is lit so you can see them coming up the stairs. Yeah, it, it's it, you've all seen the shot um, generally done in uh, New York apartment buildings where they shoot down um, the middle part of a, I don't want to call it a circular staircase, it's not really, but it's uh, when you go into a, one of those walk-up buildings where all the apartments are on the outside of the inner stairwell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and much. usually there's tile floor, um, generally yeah, speaking. Generally. So yeah, that's the kind of shot, but it was it was lit so well that it was almost like you were looking down a keyhole, like that yeah. said. Very, very, very nice. Um, Again, back and forth, a lot of a lot of interesting things. So they find this looked like a gold cigarette lighter that yeah, was pretty left. much, pretty much. And then they figure out that that must be the thing, right? And then the next shot we get total is smash this cut to this thing completely taken apart yep. and labeled in numbers. <laughs> and you sit there going, "Oh, that's all the radio part. Oh, that's the thing taken apart." Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he does a lot of does a lot of smash cuts where you're. Yeah, time has elapsed, but he doesn't let you know let the time you know that timeline. Anyway. It's like you're, it's like, and Boom. we're wearing uniforms, and yeah. we're in the jet, and but when he wants to draw things out, 
he will film, uh, you know, Ito and um, Arashi walking through hallways yes. and up and down yes. stairs because it suits the purpose he's trying to do for this um, for this particular episode. Yeah, it's it's uh, it was very interesting. But so, where he doesn't want time to really be a problem, yeah, bing. it just smashes and it's done. Yep. So uh, they they find an element that can only be found hundreds of miles underground, and. Uh, Ito, I believe, says, uh, "Couldn't it have come from outer space?" And they say, "Well, that's always a possibility." Right. There's your, there's your. Uh, I don't want to use MacGuffin, but there's your, uh, there's your sidetrack. Like maybe it's outer space. Yeah, it might be. No, but it's know. not. They are underground people. And yeah. uh, then, then they get to Hiroshi was the one that was underground. The no, uh, no, uh, um, Hayata. Hayata, sorry. Yeah. Hayata is stuck underground, and they're going to try to hypnotize him because they know somehow yep. he's Ultraman. So they figure, hey, if we hypnotize you, we get to control Ultraman. Right. So then they release a monster known as Telazon, uh, Telazdon on the city. Okay. The but lady, really kind of the lady, what's her face? I don't remember the lady's name, but... Um, Anna. Anna, Anna. Okay, cool. Yeah. So she controls this monster through a lot of, again, a lot of great shots, and man, oh man, is Shevitz you get some nice, nice breakage. Oh wow! Nice destruction. He's yeah, got a flamethrower mouth, which yep. I am one hundred percent behind. Good with He's that. got a real conical looking face. Yep. Kind of Michelin man legs. It was very puffy, puffy. Uh, yeah. Costume on this one. It's a glandular thing. Yeah, um, exactly. He's not fat. He's got bad glands. That's oh. right. He's big bone fat. <laughs> that's all that Come on. Was. So he goes on a on a rampage through the center of town. And the science patrol attempts to stop him by causing Even arguably more damage. more damage by dropping uh, yeah. firebombs. And this is the thing they showed you: is they showed you the bomb bay door opening, yeah. which was a nice shot. Bunch of crap, and well, then all bombs, the bombs not like they're dropping going stuff. Down. And I mean, we've all seen pictures of World War II firebombing. That's exactly what right. it looks and like. And I bet you that was deliberate. Oh, absolutely. Because where did we firebomb? Japan. Japan. Right. So that had to have been deliberate. Like, yeah. This yeah. is what happened. Um, so, you know, the Science Patrol is futilely trying to beat uh, Telazdon. And uh, they command, uh, the underground people command Hayata to change into Ultraman, which, of course... Uh, he does, uh, becoming a being of light. They're all incapacitated well, because he's exactly. a being of light. And then we get the exposition in the background that, yes. seeing as he's from Nebula, Nebula M87. 78. But that's 78, okay. sorry, whatever. Um, and he's a being I gotta of... I got to print you that crib sheet. Yeah, I know. I'm not that smart. Uh, and he's a being of light. He will not be controlled and cannot do evil. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sweet. So that's great. <laughs> so he goes and they just... Have a fantastic wrestling match. Yes, I give him that. Couple of that backflip into the building. Yeah, where he actually (laughs) picks up, and you realize, you know, at first when he's picking the thing up, you can see that the person's in it, and then he throws the thing, and it's just the empty costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throws it into a building. No, no. When he does the flip, there's a guy in that. There's a guy in the actual flip itself, but when he gets thrown, when he lands. Really, the the one time he doesn't have the guy in the suit is when he does the like suplex. Not that suplex, like when he. Goes over his head when he does the judo throw. That's an actual that's guy. guy in the suit. Really? Oh, otherwise, how are you going to break that building? What? 
the suit would be heavy enough. I don't know, man. You got to have the center mass to because he curled up. As oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? You're right. He did curl. So yeah, you know what? They're, you're right. There was a. They're not playing man. around. They are stuntmen. They, they know <laughs> what they're doing. God, uh, God, love these stuntmen. They really <laughs> get beat up. <laughs> they uh, and uh, this is the first time I believe where Ultraman doesn't fire a shot. No yeah. beams. No and beams he just whatsoever. beats the hell. He yeah. beats Telestan to death. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's like a Sunny Liston fight. Yeah. Yeah. We'll knock you completely poopless. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, uh, we basically, that's basically how it yeah, ends. Oh, well, we got cut back to Science Patrol headquarters and the real Anne shows up. Yeah, and then they really go off to this Paris conference, which was our first reason for meeting Anna in the first place. Yeah, so, and uh, we discover that she and Hayata were both kidnapped yeah, by the shocking. underground people. And that, and she discovers she has an underground twin. Yeah, which is, you know, common, obviously. Sure, Must we all have all them. the time. We all have them. If you see a guy who looks like you with sunglasses walking around, that Be could weird. be your underground twin. <laughs> that, that'll throw some people off for right. a little while. Yeah, Come and listen to this go, oh, God, that can't be good. Like, oh, my, that doesn't sound good at all. That doesn't sound good at all. But, yeah, I prefer the Japanese title, which is Overthrow the Surface. Yeah, that makes a lot more one. sense. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense. I like that. I mean, it sounds a little pretentious, I guess, for English viewers <sighs> in the 60s, but yes. I like I mean, it. This was a pretentious episode. Oh. Like you said, mm-hmm. it, it, a lot of highfalutin, we'll use your word, camera action that mm-hmm. just didn't work for me. I, some of it was cool. I enjoyed the stink out of it. <laughs> I did. Um, so uh, let's do our quick monster minute okay. on Talzdan. He is a weapon of the underground people. Oh, this is again powered by the fandom article on Wikia. Thank you again. Um, weapon of the underground people. He was unleashed to terrorize the city on the surface world as well as distract the science patrol from their real plan, which was to take over Ultraman. Um. However, they, of course, underestimated Ultraman's power. Uh, and he, of course, came out and beat the living snot out, of, uh, out right. of the monster. They didn't quite think it through. Listen, if we have Hayata, we have Ultraman. Not thinking Ultraman's going to be good no matter what. Right. Uh, here's our trivia. Oh, let's see. How big is Telson? About 60 meters, our general yeah, monster, general right? general monster size. 120,000 yeah. uh, tons. He's kind of light. Eh, well, he had... He had it's all baby town. fat. Yeah, it's all baby <laughs> fat. Okay, there we go. Well, it's all baby fat. Okay. He's a young monster, please. Okay. Uh, his roar is a reused Guyango roar. Didn't Don't know that. that. Originally, um, Gamora and Red King were supposed to be revived. Oh, apparently in another ep- in another episode. We're not going to worry about that right now. Uh, um, in the film Terror, of, uh, does it give the suit actor? Let's see. So you want to give that guy, with all the flips that he had to do and the pain he had to take? He Sadly, might no. Oh, yeah, right. It happens. It does not. That's a shame. Shame, because that guy... He did a lot of... He took a lot of damage. That guy took a lot of punishment. Um, in the film Terror of Mechagodzilla, one of Dr. Mifune's anatomical drawings of dinosaurs is Talisdon. Okay. All right, I'll give it that. Uh, his name originates from the French word for underground. This guy really likes the French. Yeah, he does. As we will discover in our next episode. In the episode. next episode, yeah. He uh, does, I mean, you got to figure Hiata was going to Paris originally. Yeah. So you, this kind of points to the fact that this guy really does like Paris. Yeah. And they, uh, the uh, monster makes other appearances 
Ultraman the series. Okay. Ultraman the Ultimate Hero, which is the one that was shot in America. Okay. Uh, Ultra Galaxy Mega Monster Battle. Uh, and Ultra Galaxy Mega Monster Battle Never Ending Odyssey. <laughs> We're getting a little pretentious on the mm-hmm. titles now. Mega Monster Battle Ultra Galaxy Legend the Movie. Of course. Ultraman Ginga Theater Special Ultra Monster Hero Battle Royale. Well, that's <laughs> a Battle Royale. Then we thankfully went to Ultraman X, thank you. Yeah. Because we were just like, look, look. We're running out of too many words. We're running out of space in the DVD box. <laughs> this is crazy. They're not going to put all these letters on the cinema. Oh, and it's an Ultraman Orb as well. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty great. They, he, you know, he's he's a great Couple monster. Places, yeah, you know, it, it, he, I, I didn't see him as an iconic monster as much, but he is. Obviously, he's all over the place. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, we're gonna get back with another episode right after this. back on the science patrol and um, we're going to cover the next episode which is called my home is earth uh which is the 23rd episode of the original 60s ultraman uh one of one of my favorites because it's just what a downer it is yeah it is a sort of a depressing episode because they will get into it but they go into this spacecraft just kind of got lost which Luckily, never really happened. Actually, it did. We, the Russian cosmonauts, before they put up, this, we're doing a deep dive here, folks. So strap in. Okay. I just learned about this. From, okay. Um, the Crack Podcast. Before Yuri Gagarin, right? They launched approximately fifteen people into space and never recovered them. Really? Yeah. That I did not know. Yeah. There's there they people intercepted radio signals of women and men were launched into space. So even the first woman in space was not the first woman in space. Oh, good God. I yeah. did not know There's that. radio transmissions of people going, I'm going to crash. It's getting hot. Oh, my God. Oh I'm going to crash. And then no. hearing them scream and it cuts off. Then there's... Oh I never knew that. Now then I'm there's people um, who were shot, who never made orbit and just kept going. Ooh, they're like we're that's yeah. not a good way to die yeah that's it that they just that's went that's not a good way to die but now in case you didn't know it every Soviet mission carries a Makarov pistol oh so they just in case you want to just check out yeah that'd be the way to die <laughs> at least you're killing yourself instead of just either suffocating or freezing yeah. to death yeah. or burning to death yeah oh that I and, never and knew one that. of them even says I think a, a woman and a man went up and they're like we're gonna crash no one's ever gonna know who we are because they had to keep it hush-hush because it was a failure. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah, if you want to check out a great podcast, the Crack Podcast, uh, maybe two episodes ago, which is uh, all about Russia, and some they go into some KGB files that were recovered from an agent that defected. Oh, okay. And I'm have uh, to listen to that one. They started the AIDS... Epidemic? Um, no, they started the... The uh, rumor that the CIA started it. Oh, okay. okay. They started the Kennedy assassination rumors that there was a second gunman. Yeah, somehow I'm buying that the KGB would do They started that. the moon landing was fake. Yep, I knew that. They knew started that all these rumors 
to right. destabilize our faith in our government. Of course, of course. Now we do the same thing, but they're just way better at it. They are better. <laughs> you know, as since we all know who our president is, and we won't mention his name. Negative. You gotta figure that they started the rumor that the person that was running against him was deep into doo doo. Yeah, yeah. The the, the disinform disinformatia, I think it's called. Yeah, I could be wrong. Disinformation. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, basically disinformation, and they're real good at it. They are. But anyway, back to my home is Earth. Um, basically, there's a World Peace Conference, which we call the World Space Conference, um, right. for it, some reason. Well, they. they in the, in the Japanese dub version, yeah, it's, it's a world it's a, peace conference. No, it's a space conference. No. Yes, it, it's a peace conference in the Japanese dub. In the when they print it, it's it, peace. peace. And then when they when actually they, say it, it's, it's space. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, um, I don't know why, but these two we show two jumbo jets basically exploding mi in midair. Well, they cut to that because it's supposed to be this giant invisible wall right. that they blew into. Right, and then they well, we don't find out till a little later. Later when, on, right, right, right. when the the cops are chasing somebody and the two cars plow into an invisible wall. Right, right. And then the science patrol is looking for it, and sure they enough, just drive into the wall and, without blowing up, which is right. always a nice thing. Well, they escape, and then the car is is uh, destroyed. Yes, yes. They're also with an agent from another country. I guess he's an American guy. I didn't check for his cowboy boots. Well, no, they, <laughs> because they showed a cut of him already, and he didn't quite say where he was from, so I just kind of gathered he was an American-looking guy that happened to live in Japan. Or maybe he was, well, he was a, a member French. of the Science Patrol, but yeah, but he, or he could have no, been no, French. Oh, French. maybe he was French. He was French. Because he said that the Paris headquarters said we had to invest. That's in right. That's right. So now, he's a French guy. We also have the case of they said, um, this is getting this is putting the cart before the horse, but um, then that there was a another country that launched into the space race, being France. Right. Right. But nobody really knew about it, and they lost their pilot, who was named Jamila. Yes. Um, now that is the monster. For today's episode is Jamila. Right. And as we get further into the episode, we find out that this pilot went a little too far, right. got somehow irradiated, and became the monster. Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're very loose on the details, but yeah. I guess it's not necessary. No! So. Come on! Once you get irradiated, you're going to become a monster. Oh, you should, don't you know that? We should get a hotel bell, and anytime something's radiation, we just ding! Ding! <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> and I'll add that to my uh, my staples run. <laughs> That's great. So, yeah, yeah. the Science Patrol attacks this monster who also has flame breath. So apparently, yes. the same director, by the way. Um, but he didn't use as many of the highfalutin shots. Wasn't quite as There's fancy. a few of them, and they and they're made way more effective. Sense. Yes. We're kind of thinking he might be the same guy who directed... The episode we talked about some time ago yeah. with all the reflective stuff, but I can't think of which one that is. Yeah, I don't know the titles of these it's, things. Anymore. Oh, it's in the third. I think it's the, it's on our episode three, I think. Yeah, we'd have to look it up. Yeah. We're not that. I'm not doing that right now. <laughs> uh, if I can remember, I'll, I'll, I'll update that next week. Um, so he, of course, he, he came back. He was mutated. He came back uh, to wreak vengeance on the human race for forgetting about him, basically. Right. Of course. So the science patrol attacks him. Finally, this guy admits that he's actually human, 
and he's just mutated. Uh, Ito feels horrible. Right, that's like, the French guy yeah. that tells him yeah. how this guy, you know, is this monster is just this lost pilot Jamila. Yeah, and so they go, all right, well, and Ito just feels horrible. He's like, I've made all these weapons, and I'm going to kill this guy who's basically a hero, and right. he just feels awful, awful about, about it. it. But they're like, look, we have to do this. He's a menace to the planet. Yeah. He's a giant monster. This is our job is yeah. to get rid of the giant monsters. Yeah. And then uh, so we cut to a scene where the monster is attacking a small village, thatched roofs and all, um, and, and basically see, just sets it on fire. Yeah, and, and we see a small group of people running away from the village, and one guy is carrying his chicken. One guy is carrying his grandfather. How Paul. are you supposed to have omelets tomorrow? I, I <laughs> guess you let the monster kill your chicken. I guess, I but yeah, I swear I've seen a villager or somebody fleeing a monster attack on more than one occasion carrying a clock. Yeah, giant grandfather clock yeah. for no particular yeah. reason. Yeah, just it's 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 it's, it's actually funny. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it's an heirloom, I guess. I don't know, maybe it was his grandfather's. We don't know. So, kooky kids, it's kooky. Yeah. So, uh, great scene where uh, Jamila goes in, he lights a bunch of the roofs on fire. Uh, we get a kid who goes, to goes back to save his pigeons. Pigeon. Yeah, we well, opens, well, yeah. opens the coop up to let and, him out. Right, and they all get out, except And then he for saves the one, the one that, that I guess, yeah. is his buddy. He gets rescued by Hayata in the middle of this inferno. Yes. Um, and Hayata becomes Ultraman, and the kid, I think, sees this. They don't quite say how... I, you kind of figure he, he does had, it right there because the kid goes Whoa, like that. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe. So I mean, okay. I mean, the kid's little enough that he probably can't put two and two together to make right to that, make up the that that guy's is, Ultraman. Yeah. Um, so uh, he, um, they fight at the peace conference where somehow they discover he has a water. Um, weakness because weakness. They have all these <clears throat> things, these giant howitzer things that shoot at him and don't know quite how they make water, but they do make water and he kind of coils away from it. The fire, the bombs, no problem. Well, the apparently they good. figure since uh, fire doesn't work, they attacked him with rain bombs, according to the wiki article. Okay, you know, fair enough. As you do. Of course. Uh, so he gets injured and uh, he won't stop, even though Ito is like, Ito yells at him like, we know you're human, we're sorry. Right, and, and he kind of stops a little bit, but then he's just so hungry for vengeance, he keeps going back. He at has it. to go back. So Ultraman um, just kind of shows up him with water with the Ultra Shower. Apparently, that is what it's called. <laughs> okay, mine went the wrong way on that one. Few too many of the wrong kind of movies to hear Ultra Shower. Okay. <laughs> so they they uh, you know the. Writhing in agony, the monster succumbs to the ultra shower and yeah, it just uh, roils around, rolls around in the mud, smashes the flags. It's and a much more poignant death, death, than specium rays, or anything like that. Yeah, and if it's if you realize that it's supposed to be a peace conference and not a space conference, and he just smashes the flags of all the nations and this and that, you're like, oh, I'm gonna see what you're getting at. Uh, uh, and you're making a point. Oh, yeah, you are. And he stopped basically right outside yeah. the conference, yeah. like just before he would actually yeah. get to the grounds of the conference. No, and they managed to destroy what looks like a derelict building. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was good civic service on the part of Ultraman. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then they showed at the very, very end 
a plaque in French in French on a Japanese show. So yep. even the kids in Japan wouldn't be able to read it. So that's how you get to know that this director loves the French. Yeah. The well, my guess French. is it was read out. Well, yeah, it was because we saw that. It they was read printed it out. out in French. No, they read it though. Yeah, they did read they it. They did read I mean, it out, but it, so that it, was like yeah. it was a nice detail to have it in French. Yeah, and yeah. then have Captain Mirror read it actually out. Actually, have to read it out yeah. because obviously kids at that point aren't going to be able to read French. But we know, learned that Captain Mirror can read French. Obviously, obviously. Well, he's the head of the Science Patrol, and apparently they're based in France. Which we didn't really know. No, I thought it was Geneva, point. but that might be unit for Doctor Who. That's Doctor Who, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we didn't really... We, we kind of figured that they had a French subsect, but yeah. not that they were actually headquartered in France, which is, eh, yeah, eh, right. We'll be All right, fine, we'll take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, let's go for our uh, Monster Minute here. Uh, and that is for Jamila. Why can't I find it? Okay, he is... Uh, come on, what, fifty little, meters tall. A little shorter. A little shorter, but he looks taller. That's because of the well, that T-shirt over the head. Yeah, that's that. basically Rich Point. Kind of looks this like a, so look like if you put T-shirt out. over your head. <laughs> that's what this. That, they said, yeah. "What if we do something like that?" Yeah. Oh, we can work with that. Yeah, we'll spackle him up. It'll be great. He is ten thousand tons, very light. Okay, but he was former human, so there you go. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, the trivia is episode and appearance is known to be one of the more tragic and heartbreaking yes. the monster himself was human until abandoned by mankind and underwent his hideous transformation very sad death and that's why he's given the memorial and the respect of the right. science patrol becomes a hero again now this has only been done with Pigmon because they buried Pigmon right, right, uh, right. Jiris and uh Sibazu, who I don't think we've heard, which is a great name for a monster. Yes. Uh, he has a beard under his lower jaw, but it's not really noticeable. Yeah, I didn't notice it. Except on his real action hero's figure model. Oh, well then, of course. Oh, God, this is creepy as shit. What's that now? Jamila's roar is actually a baby's crying, very low-pitched. Really? Oh, oh, man. Oh, that gets you. Oh, how am I going to... Oh, How am I going to see this guy get killed again if I know it's a Oh, in the English dub, apparently Jamila's a woman. I missed that completely. Missed that completely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they did show a few different shots of the space race, which were very cool shots. But I didn't, like you just pointed out, I didn't know about the Russian astronauts that died before Yuri Gagarin actually yeah. did his successful encircling of the Earth. Oh, in the popular culture, many people in Japan were known to portray Jamila by hanging up their shirts on their head. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> the fact that they mentioned the space race in this episode, as it happened in the past, is a continuity error, as the whole Showa universe claims that Ultraman itself happened in the 60s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, here's, I think we might be able to, I'll, let me crank up the volume on the laptop here. Because this is Jamila's roar, apparently. See if this is going to work, folks. This is podcasting at the seat of our pants. Okay. Oh, I don't really hear that as a baby. creep. Well, it slowed down really bad. Really badly, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, really <laughs> <All right. laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, and we won't sleep well tonight. No, no, not at all. <laughs> I want to do a quick um, talk about the director. His name is uh, Akio Jisoji. He was a uh, television and film director in Japan. 
He uh, died in November of 2006. He was best known outside of Japan for Ultraman and Ultra 7. Um, he's also known for his film adaptations of Japanese horror author Rampo Edooga. He possessed a very distinctive visual style that was notable even in Japanese cinema, which is known for its visual style. Every project he directed, from children's action shows to the most disturbing of adult films, had uncompromising approach to cinematic storytelling. So, yeah, we're going to see if that, he did direct. See if I can get a list of Ultraman shows he directed because it'd be right, he had to do to that see. mirror episode. Had to have. Because there was a, like a. Lot I of the liked same it stuff because she had this reflective glasses right, shot. Right, right, right. I mean, it's the same director in both of these episodes. Just this episode, he didn't try to prove how much of a director he was. He cut, There was a few shots which were well done. Right. That showed, okay, he's a good director. And the last one, it was more, to my mind, it was more, I'll show you what I can do and yeah. look at this shot and look at that shot and look at this shot. And you're sitting there going, all right, guy, I get the point. You're fully, it's okay. <laughs> you, sir, I remember which one it was. It was the episode with um, the pearls. Yes, the pearl directive. Yes. That's it. There you all go. All right, let's see if I can remember what monster that is. I think that's Gisura. Um, nah, nah, nah. You should be able to look nah, it up nah, nah, by the uh, title of the episode, couldn't you? Pearl... The Pearl Oyster Defense... Man? Yeah, Pearl Defense Directive. Yeah, Let's something see. like that. Uh, Ultraman Pearl Defense Directive. Yeah, I know. This is exciting pod. This is good pod here. <laughs> We're not that smart. <laughs> That's why we have... Talk amongst time. yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're sitting alone, just whistle. <laughs> the Pearl Defense Directive Ultraman Wikia. All right. That's episode by. 14, and we haven't even gotten to that yet, uh, as far yes, as the did. episodes you guys have. Oh, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> hey, what do you know? It is the same direction. Akio Jusoji. Okay, fair enough. There we oh, go. That makes much more sense now. Oh, thank God. <laughs> now we can sleep well tonight. I will a little bit. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, well, I'll tell you what. I'm better now. <laughs> All right, well, guys, that, that about concludes us for another week. Um, anything that we missed? Yeah, now you got to give your run. Well, I know I got to do my my plugs and whatnot. No, I think you got everything. I think we had the director, which we, you know, on this one wasn't so bad. On the Pearl Directive, he, I thought he was good. Very good. But on the the last episode, he just went a little <coughs> overboard onto trying to show you how special he was. I think the word we're looking for is overindulgent. Yes, absolutely. He did overindulge on his. <coughs> he did shots. what he wanted to do. And you are going to like it because you don't have enough time to redo the whole episode. You don't have time to do a whole So we can't do reshoots because, quite frankly, we can't afford it. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to like it and ha. This is how it's going to be. Too bad if you don't like it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Or am I? No, he was a serious auteur. He, he is a definite auteur. And like I said, the la I just didn't like how many different ways he tried it. Some of it was good. I have to give it. Some of it was good, but just it was overly dumb. It was too much. Yeah, exactly. I can, I can, I can see that. There was a couple of shots where I was like, all right, come on. Yeah. Like, really? And I'm not a big fan of the, hey, let's pan back and show everybody we're on a set. Because it's... See, that I liked. I, I'm, I, okay, I will say, on principle... Yeah. Like the 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 guy who went to film school in me, me, yeah, um, <laughs> that guy, yeah, um, yeah, I could appreciate a shot like that, but then again, 
That really takes me out of the show, oh, right. which I am watching because it's a fictional show about giant monsters. And you're supposed to just be having fun, not all of a sudden yeah. thinking, no. oh yeah, they're on a soundstage, and oh yeah, there's that many lights, and that many cameras, yeah. and that many microphones. Yeah. And, okay, you know, fine. I see what, you know, I understand that the guy wants to be like, you know, it's a show. It's not a show. It's, I get it. Yeah. But that that's the only really super indulgent shot that I was like, all right, now you're just playing no, there, with me. See, from my mind, there was a way too many different shots that were overindulgent for for him. But you know what? I'll let him go. Yeah. He didn't, you know, two episodes where I liked what he did and one episode where I'm just sitting there going, yeah, I'm not good. Dude, yeah, I'm betting not good. 660. That's not terrible. What's that? He's batting 660. Yeah, 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 yeah. One out of, th one out of three, two yeah, out of three. Yeah, two out of three. Okay. That's not bad. That's not terrible. So, yeah, yeah, I'm going to see what else, what other ones, if I can find a list of ones he's directed, and then we can talk about that next week. Like, Fair enough. Like, it will know, like, oh, uh, yeah, that was good, that was good. Yeah. Because I would have never put, I never would have thought that the second one was his thinking about it. Until I watched it again back to back. Right, yeah. If you're watching it back to back, then you start to see some of the same camera shots that nobody else doing this show no. has used. No, no. And then you pointed out, because of the first episode where the thing is reflecting off the glasses, mm -hmm. might have been the same director. Yeah. And of course, we're not going to look it up until we have to. Yeah, yeah. Because no. why? Well, I couldn't Maybe. figure out how to do it. I couldn't remember <laughs> the name of the episode. I was like, I'm not going to just go through episodes. Because it would have taken me forever to get to episode 14. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so as you're listening to this, you have heard that episode. But in our reality, which is actual reality, we're only actually just posted episode four because we're a little behind. Yeah, so well, we want to have a nice backlog of stuff so that way we can post as we go. We don't need this big of a backlog. <laughs> All right. I got to start cramming some stuff out. Once Casey gets once Casey gets some more episodes done, we'll just we'll post it like three or four, and then we'll be closer to being on, on in target. reality. I'd like to record Monday, post Saturday. That's that's you my. You think it could get done that quickly? Yeah. Okay. We don't have a lot of high production. No, no, that we, don't. that we don't. That's so, true. Not a lot of that going on. So anyway, guys, uh, thank you for listening to the Science Patrol this week. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at Ultraman Podcast, at UltramanPodcast.tumblr.com for our Tumblr. Uh, we have an Ultraman Podcast Science Patrol Facebook group. You can just ask to be added, and we shall add you, um, providing you're not some sort of weird spammer or a bot. Um, ooh, what else? Ultramanpodcast at gmail.com if you'd like to email us uh, pedantic corrections on things we've gotten wrong. Why? Yeah, oh, absolutely. We it kind of happen. figured you're going to correct yeah, sure. what we go with. Um, and if uh, you don't hear your correction come up in the very next episode, you'll know it is because we're like six episodes behind in posting. We're so, about ten episodes behind. Well, yeah, no. No, yeah, about ten, actually. About ten, yeah. Something like yeah, ten that's why I'm behind. saying we don't need a ten-episode back. Yeah, sure, too. Okay. No, absolutely not. <laughs> um, and uh, music, of course, done by Terminal Sunburn, terminalsunburn.bandcamp.com. Uh, get over there, show them some love, show them some money, um, you know, show them nudes, whatever you got to do. Um, <laughs> And then you gotta thank Casey for his, editing. his audio wizardry, his editing, and his uh, continued efforts on figuring out more and more arcade ways for me to send him files. Um, <laughs> Dropbox just doesn't work. We have to do it through Google. Um, and uh, I guess that is about it. Yeah. Got anything else you want to get to about? Sally Forth Science Sally Patrol. Fourth Science Patrol. Have a great week. Oh look, the cleaning ladies are coming to clean next door. What they were. Well, they're 
Folks, they're carrying brooms and vacuums. Yeah. Unless it's some sort of high-tech witch coven, I think we're okay. <laughs> Sally Forth, kids? Take care. Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.